We are God's crowning jewel of all creation, designed for greatness. It is a greatness designed to radiate through us the love and holiness of God. It is a greatness that brings healing, hope, joy, and love to others. It is a greatness that is ready to be released from your life into the world, all for God's glory. Spirit, we just invite you here. Whether you're in your car, in your living room, at a park, watching this service, we just we encourage you as a, as a worship team right now to close your eyes and just posture your heart in a way that you can just see Jesus right in front of you and recognize that he wants to meet you. He wants to give you good gifts this morning. He wants to speak to you wants to meet you right where you're at. The character of God doesn't change based on where we are physically or whether we're with more people physically. His character stays the same and he wants to meet you in just the same way, just as powerful.
never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, never stop working. Never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, never stop working. Never stop. Never stop working, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, never stop working. You never stop, you are, yeah. Waymaker, miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. darkness my god that is who you are 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 sing that who you are that is who you are that is who you are that is who Aloha, good morning. Welcome to our service, Blue Water family and all those visiting. I'm gonna open us in prayer. God, we take a minute to center down, quiet our hearts and minds and bodies. We thank you that whatever is on our minds, that it's on your mind too. We thank you that you know all that we are in the middle of right now and we ask that you would come and settle on us that you would show us how you see things show us how you see things God because we need your filter in this season we thank you that love wins you've been telling me that over and over love wins so may we just be crashing into things with your love we thank you for this, this sermon series, spiritual practices that bring like divine life-altering moments and maybe the other way around, divine love-altering moments and then the practices come from those. We thank you for Kwok and what you have done in his life and all of the experience and all of the um, power and hard-won battles and the things he's stepping into. We thank you for the message that he has today. And may your anointing be on it and on him, and may our hearts just be wide open to receive exactly what you have for us today. Bless everyone who's listening at whatever moment it happens with your presence, your truth, your love. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Welcome and thank you for joining us today on our Blue Water Mission online service. We're going to continue our worship today with our tithes and offerings. And if you're visiting us for the first time, please feel no obligation to give. This is for those that feel that Blue Water Mission is their home church. 
So for those of you that are ready to give, you know we got the online, you can give online. We still have the text to give, or you can just send a check directly to the church office. In Hebrews 10, verse 24 and 25, it says, Let us consider how to stir one another up in love and good deeds, not neglecting to gather together, but to encourage one another. If you haven't heard yet, a couple weeks ago, we started gathering in different public places around the island every Sunday. We've been calling it Sunday Fun Day. And the goal is really to gather and encourage each other through getting to see each other and have fun in person. Last week we had an amazing time at Sandy's uh, field where we got to fly some kites, play some lawn games. This week we're gonna be in Waimanalo at Sherwoods Beach. So feel free to join us. It's every Sunday from 1.30 to 3.30. And if you'd like more information, you can email me at rollo at bluewatermission.org. All right, that's all we got for today's announcements. See you soon. Hello everyone, I am Kwok Wood. I am the executive pastor of Blue Water Mission. I am honored to be preaching this week to you all. As many of you know, Pastor Jordan's mom um, passed away recently and is taking some much needed time off. So for the next few weeks, the Blue Water pastors will be in a new sermon series and really coming and just preaching to you all. Okay? The series is called From Spiritual Practices to Defining Moments. Last week, Pastor Rolo spoke on the spiritual practice of intercession and how it was a defining moment in his life when his mom accepted Jesus into her life. That's so good. Yeah, love that. Uh, still so powerful after so many years. So today, I'm honored to be speaking to you on the spiritual practice that God helped me to develop, and it's called saying yes to your design. So let me tell you this. Birthday alert. I turn 50 this week. 50. Five, oh, yes, yes, better believe it. I understand, I know, I know. I look younger than my so age. Young. I look so young. So, yes, that's right. So it is partially due to good genes uh, and probably more so with the amount of preservatives I consume. So yeah, so God love, God bless MSG. That's what I could say. So yeah, so um, let me a bit of a background about myself. So my family and I, we immigrated from Hong Kong to Hawaii. So I'm in, I am a made in Hong Kong baby. There is a stamp literally on my foot that says made in Hong Kong. So um, that was in the mid 70s. Uh, it was my mom, my dad, their four boys, and I'm the third of the child, right? I was about five years old at that time. We were generally poor, but we always had enough. And we grew up near Aala Park and Kalihi. So we're pretty much right around this area. I was an average student at best, fully immersed in the American culture with toys and music, typical 80s kid. Growing up, I had really no knowledge or desire to know Father God, Jesus, or Holy Spirit. But God saw me and had major plans for my life because I was designed for greatness. So when I became a Christian as a sophomore in high school, I remember very, very clearly, even to this day, the salvation prayer that I, when I uh, committed my life to Jesus. And what I love about the Bible, what I love about scripture, is it reminds me again and again about my commitment to God and my God-given design. I wanna share with you three practices that I just started to really do that helps me willfully say yes to my design. 
And this is a 50-year journey in the making, obviously, right? So how little me, an average Chinese kid, an immigrant, is standing before you today, right? It's a defining moment, 50 years in the making. All right, so here's the first practice that I've been doing really every, every morning, is really declaring this. Number one is we are God's crowning jewel of all creation, designed for greatness. Yeah, that sounds good, huh? Yeah, that's good stuff. So, so in Romans chapter 11, verse 36, it says, for everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended for his glory. So that's the cool thing that I love to declare is that humankind is the crowning jewel of God's creation. I love that. That just brings just joy to my soul to hear that as a, as a truth. Minister Sarah Colin says it really well. God has created us and chosen us and adopted us as his children. We are his creatures. We are infinitely loved, fully known, and faithfully cared for. And it is God's being that gives us our being for such incredible dignity. And that's so rich. That's so good. Humankind has a history filled with how we devalue life. But of all creation, you and I are God's highest delight and joy. Every human being is precious and valued by God. So every day, I choose to come into agreement with this amazing truth. So I want you guys to repeat after me. I am the crowning jewel of all creation. Yep. Say to the person next to you, you are the crowning jewel of all creation. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that true? Okay. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 22, it says this, we are made in the image of God. So what does that mean? Let me tell you. It means humankind is designed to rule, create, and lead for the benefit of others. The best example God gives us is what, of what that looks like is Jesus himself. Jesus came into the world with all power and authority. He chose to live his life to serve others, intended for God's glory. Our purpose is to do the same. What a powerful reflection. Yeah. So, Growing up, I saw myself as an average kid. God saw greatness intended for his glory. No matter your background, failures, brokenness, or disappointments, you and I are designed for greatness. So it is a greatness designed to radiate through you the love and holiness of God. It is a greatness that brings healing, hope, joy, and love to others. It is a greatness that is ready to manifest in my life and yours. So repeat after me. I am designed for greatness. I am designed for greatness. And say to the person next to you, you are designed for greatness. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first practice that I do. Is that every, every day I try to do this is I am God's crowning jewel of all creation designed for greatness. And I come into agreement with that truth. Second thing that I do is a little self-check by myself is really check my heart. And heart is, is, is when I look, think about my heart, what I really look for is pride. Is there pride in there? Because pride is a false identity to God's design. 
So Romans chapter 12, verse 3 says this. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Pride is when our opinion of ourselves is more important than God's opinion of us. Pride causes us to have either too high or too low of an opinion of ourselves. Both are pride, right? So the typical form of pride we all know is the overinflated sense of self, right? We think we're better than we think we are. That's very obvious for many of us at times, right? But the one that's more elusive and something that I've been struggling with most of my entire life is false humility. And that is when our self-view is worthless and possess an inferiority or too low self-estimation of ourselves. And again, both of these are pride because they are of our, our opinions of ourselves is more important than God's opinions of us. That's pride, okay? So yeah. So let me tell you a little bit more about myself. So after 15 years as a Christian, I decided to walk away from my faith. I didn't want to do it anymore. I was wounded by the church and I blamed God for a lot of the problems. I lived my life my own way for the next 10 years. I thought I could do a better job than what, how God did. I don't need that anymore. So as a side note, my friend Baron was praying for me to come back during those 10 years. The intercession works. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. While I, while I didn't want anything to do with God, he still worked in me because he saw greatness. I got a job working for the largest medical group in Hawaii, 500 physicians. I worked in the department responsible for professional and leadership development, strategic planning, and culture. Now you say, Kwok, how did you get that job? Do you know anything about professional development, leadership development, strategic planning, and culture? No. <laughs> no. No. Nothing. Yeah. I have no idea how. My boss, who was a Christian, happened, uh, my boss, who was the vice president, happens to be a Christian. Her boss, who is the president of the company, also happened to be a Christian. God used them to develop my own greatness for the next 10, 13 years. I found myself working alongside physicians, department chiefs, executives, and eventually becoming a confidant and advisor to the president. I got paid far more than I ever thought I was worth. As a side note, I didn't graduate from my senior year of high school. I eventually got a GED. For the first five years of my employment with the medical group, I kept going into work asking myself, I don't belong here. I am supposed to be here. I'm a kid with a GED, barely even passed, got my bachelor's degree. What am I doing hanging around with physicians with more alphabets after their name than my own name? You know? And it was a false humility. And for five years, I struggled with that, even though they were positioning, my bosses were positioning me for greatness, giving me opportunities to grow. And I just could see myself saying, I am who I am, is the more accurate description of who I am. Because people kept constantly saying, you did great, you did great. And it's like, no, I couldn't receive that because I only saw myself as less than, yeah. But there was a danger that happened because I didn't have God, right? Remember, I walked away from God. So then the second half, the next five years, guess what? I gradually became arrogant and thought I was hot stuff, yeah. Eventually, I began dating a Christian gal who worked in the same department as me. Her name is Lila. 
Yeah. You might have known her. Yeah, so she's really good. Um, through Lila, I recommitted my life to God and began my journey from false humility and pride to humility. What is humility? Humility is really is having an accurate estimation of one's worth. Humility helps me remember that I am not God. I am finite. But I am possessed by God, the infinite. And helps me rejoice in the right relationship between the infinite God and little me. Yeah? So the finite self with the infinite God, God's glory, greatness. Minister Sarah Colin also says, well, we are in the process of becoming who we truly are in Christ. If someone asks you, are you a Christian? Our truest answer would be, yes, I am. And I am still becoming a Christian. In other words, God and I are in relationship with the body of Christ and are working on it. Yeah, I love how Pastor Jordan framed it in a sermon earlier this year. He said this, stay small, get big. Yeah, so repeat after me. Stay small, get big. Stay small, get big. Awesome. All right. So we've established that you and I are God's crowning jewel of all creation, destined for greatness to serve others. And we do that with a posture of humility. I'm a finite human filled with the infinite God. I'm a Christian and I'm still working on it. So, therefore, God will continually invite us to obey Him to bring out our greatness. Yeah? And it comes in all shapes and sizes, right? So we all have a Christian role model we look up to, a pastor, someone who's older than us, who's been longer, and you say, wow, that person is amazing and holy and so filled. And it's like, I wish I could be like that, right? I wish I could be around them. Do you know what's the really the true difference between someone who's that, that we think that they are, and who we are? The main difference is this, is that they say yes to God more than I do. That's it. They continue to have a lifestyle of saying, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, to the large things and the small things. Romans 12, 1 says this, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Minister Rick Renner describes it this way. When a sacrificial animal was killed on the altar, the act was final, and the animal couldn't protest or scream out after the fact that it didn't want to be sacrificed. All sacrifices were dead and thus had no voice or ability to resist. God seeks living human beings who belong wholly to him and who choose to stay on the altar of their own free will. In other words, we are to be completely surrendered to him, fully dedicated to his purpose, and live entirely for him. So for me, when I rededicated my life, God kept saying, say yes to certain things. So Lana and I, when we were dating, we, made, we said yes, that we were going to live a life of purity before we got married. We said yes to joining the prayer line and serving in that way. We said yes to receiving sozo sessions so that we could have the Lord look into our heart and remove things of unforgiveness or pain or trauma or wounds. We said yes to joining the sozo team. We said yes to co-leading the ministry. 
we said yes to starting an Ohana group. Pastor Jordan came up to us one day and said, you guys need to start an Ohana group. We prayed about it and God said, say yes. And we did, right? We said yes. We said yes to opening up our home, dedicating it to the Lord so that he could do whatever he wanted in there, right? We continually to just say an attitude of yes. We say yes to our finances to the Lord, that we always have constant conversations of how can we give more to the kingdom? How can we give more to the church? How can we give more to missionaries out in the field that we have personal relationships with, right? We say yes to our marriage, even when things are hard. And we say, God, you are in the middle of this. We say yes to you. We say yes to forgiving one another. We say yes to say, I am sorry. And I'm still working on that, right? So, yeah. We say yes continually as much as we can. Do I say no a lot of times? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do say no a lot, but I'm trying to live in my design to say yes, right? A couple of years ago, Jordan approached me, actually about four years ago, I think it was. He said, Kwok, I want you to be uh, one of the pastors at Blue Water. I said, no. <laughs> I said, no. Two years later, he came back. What about now? <laughs> And I had to humbly said, yes, yes, yes. Because I knew that's what God wanted me to do. And I had to remove my fears on that, right? And fast forward, I had to say yes. And I, I not had to say yet, but I said wholeheartedly say yes, that I am now uh, your executive pastor for this church, right? So all of this is a glory given unto God. Yeah, right? So this type of living of saying yes to God daily requires faith, right? In Blue Water, we say faith is tried. Faith is tried. God is inviting you to say yes to your design. You are meant for greatness to glorify God, right? So let's spend a few moments connecting to God. I want you to just close your eyes right now and ask him, what is this, this current step of faith and obedience he is inviting you to try? And when you're ready, I invite you to say out loud yes to him. Let's pray. Creator God, thank you for creating us with the purpose of rating your holiness and love. Lord, we come into your agreement with our design for greatness for your glory. We choose to follow the example of our Lord Jesus, who willfully walked in continual obedience to the will of the Father. God, we commit daily to say yes to you, to your mysterious ways and invitations. May our finite selves live by faith through your infinite power and love. Hey there, Blue Water family. Thanks again for joining us for our online service. I don't know about you, but I know I was really struck by Pastor Kwok's sermon, particularly this idea that if I think my opinion is more important than God's opinion, I'm basically being proud, whether for higher or for lower. And I don't want to do that. And I just challenge all of us, you and me, let's trust God's design for us this week. If you have a prayer need and would like someone from our team to pray with you, please email julie at bluewatermission.org and our prayer team would love to reach out to you and stand with you in prayer. Don't forget Pastor Rolo's Fun Day Sundays. Today I know they're heading out to uh, Waimanala Beach along with our high school group with Pastor Connor. 
All right, love you guys, and we'll see you soon. Have a beautiful day.